everyone. I'm Debbie Terry with Barefoot Hope Podcast, and today I have my guest, Sierra Stiltner, and Sierra is going to share with us her story and what the Lord has led her through, and at this time, I'll just go ahead and read a Bible verse that the Lord has given me today for this podcast. I'm reading it out of the King James Version, and it's going to be Psalms 147. Just verse 3. And if you want to go ahead and read the rest of that later on, that's fine. But verse 3 is, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. And with that, I'm just going to let Sierra start telling us her journey. Um, well, my journey kind of started, I guess, when... Um, I guess first thing, like memory-wise, I can ever remember was just my parents getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Um... So, you know, that's obviously hard. I was young and I wasn't sure how to kind of deal with that, but um, I wouldn't have changed a thing in the world um, looking back on it now. Granted, at the time, you know, having divorced parents is kind of hard and the back and forth, and so it is kind of a challenge and it is kind of difficult, but I wouldn't change it for the world because having unhappy parents in a marriage, that's not what that's supposed to be like. Um so them being separated was probably the best thing for me mm. and growing up I didn't always see that because it it just made things hard I felt like but now like looking at it I'm like both of my parents have found happiness um you know and because of them finding other happiness I've got a bigger family and I've got people I've got a bigger support system and more people who care about me and more people who love me mm. and I honestly wouldn't change a thing for the world. Um, so it, but it really was something growing up that always kind of like I struggled with. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't love the fact that I had other people and other supporters and other people who cared about me. It was just, you know, I had friends who had parents that were together and it just, mm-hmm. it seemed like their life was easy. Granted, nobody's life is easy. You know, we've all yeah. got struggles, we've all got things that we face. So, when my parents were getting divorced, um, I was actually, that's when I was actually saved. Um, Oh, wow. My uncle, um, he was in the ministry, and we were sitting on my grandparents' uh, front porch in Oliver Springs, and we were talking about it, and it's just, I remember that memory, um, and then fast forward, I guess, to high school, uh, was about to be a freshman in high school. I just graduated eighth grade. Um, I was kind of in a weird place, just trying to figure out and navigate things from going from one school to another school and how I would adjust and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd always been at Huntsville through elementary and middle school. Like I knew everybody there. Uh, my mom was a teacher at home school at one point, so like the teachers on the middle school side, like I already kind of knew them because of my mom. So the adjustment going from one to the other, you know, is always kind of a hard adjustment because you don't know what to expect. Yes. Um, that summer I was playing uh, softball with the high school team, uh, like a summer league, and um, I was in a car accident that summer. Mm-hmm. And that car accident really changed my whole perspective of life. Um, I was with my dad. Um, I had been up at Bear Creek. We played softball all evening, rain. We tried to fix fields when we were finally able to play. 
And then a few girls that I played basketball with were getting together at Trinity. And so I went there after softball and uh, I went and shot basketball for a while. And then my dad had come and picked me up and we were headed to get something to eat because I hadn't ate that day. And mm -hmm. I, I remember telling my dad that I was hungry or whatever. And he was like, well, go get something to eat. You probably need to get cleaned up because I was obviously disgusting because I've been <laughs> playing in softball mud and, um, you know, sweating for basketball. So, like, you know, obviously did need a shower. Yes. I, probably, I probably smelled kind of bad. But, um I remember that. I remember looking down at my cell phone, and that's the last thing I remember before I woke up and our car was on its top. Mm. Um, so, that was probably one of the biggest things that I've ever faced in all my life. Wow. And so, I ended up having like 30 something stitches between my head and my hand. And uh, I remember my mom being back in the emergency room with me. And all I wanted to do was get off the stretcher. Mm. Because, you know, I'd already been up roaming around at the car accident because I pulled my dad out of the car. Oh, wow. um, my adrenaline was obviously very high yes. because I didn't realize what was going on. And somebody pulled up and they were like, you're bleeding or whatever. And I was like, I didn't even realize, it didn't even phase me that I was like bleeding or wow. anything like that. And like, I was just so worried about my dad because my dad has health issues that I was like, I've got to get him out of the car. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else I got to do, but I've got to get him out of the car. I crawled out of the car and I pulled him out of the car. And I didn't even pay attention that my hand was gashed open or my forehead or that I had a broken knuckle on the other hand. I mean, the at the moment that's, that, stuff, mm -hmm. that stuff didn't seem relevant. Right. Um, Getting my dad out of the car took top priority for me. Mm. And getting out of the car myself took top priority. Mm. Um, so obviously I blacked out and I don't remember much. I remember waking up and my dad was like, Sierra, you got to find a way out. Mm. So I found a way out and I got him out. And um, a nice gentleman that was with, that he volunteered at the fire department, he pulled up and started helping us. And um, we got in the ambulance and my mom, let me back up. When we got to the hospital, my sister and my stepmom and a cousin of mine had beat us to the hospital. Oh. Well, I still have recurring nightmares sometimes of what happened after that because when they pulled me out of the strip on the stretcher out of the ambulance, my sister was screaming. Mm. She thought I was dead. Oh, because of blood all the blood and everything. and everything, she thought I was dead. Yes. Um, so wow. that's a nightmare sometimes I just mm. can't shake. And for a long time after the car accident, that was the nightmare that I had was Derek and my sister. Mm. And it was just really, it was something that I felt like I was never gonna shake. Like I was never, it was never gonna go away. Right. Um, and I'm finally to a point now to where I can talk about it comfortably and not get upset or not cry about it because it was such an emotional, traumatic yeah, thing for yeah. me. Um, but anyway, while we were at the hospital, I wanted to move. I wanted to, you know, and because after being strapped down for so long, you just you just want to move, yeah. you know. You can't. <laughs> and uh, especially, I'm sure they had your head. Still. Yeah. So my mom was standing there with me, and at the time she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so she, uh, my dad was in another part. My mom was with me, and 
come to find out later, my mom told me at the time that not to move or whatever, and like you could tell like something was wrong. And I was right. like, and you know, I asked her, and she wouldn't tell me because why would you? You know, why would right. you tell your daughter? <laughs> hey, um, but come to find out later, my mom felt thought I was scalped because um, of how bad it was, and yeah. they had a hard time stitching up my head because there wasn't a whole lot of skin there to stitch it up. Yeah, so. It was just a very traumatic thing and there was a nurse there and I thank God every day for her because she literally stayed by my side the whole time and made sure that I was okay and she'll reach out to me sometimes and just see how I'm doing and I'll kind of do the same and I just kind of keep in touch with her because I mean I I don't know what I would have done that night she literally stayed by my side the whole time and made sure I was okay yeah and she was like I'll never forget that night and I you know I messaged her last year and I said I just want to thank you so much for everything you did for me that night I don't know what I would have done had you not been there but you just made things so much easier for me right and so neat. and it's just things like that like I just like I'll, all of a sudden you get an urge to reach out to somebody like hey I'm thinking of you or hey I just want to thank you for doing what you've done for me um so through through high school things you know were okay and like but as a freshman going into my first day my mom and my granny bless both of them they went to like Claire's and all the other stores and found all kinds of headbands for me oh, to wear yeah. because I was so ashamed of those scars mm -hmm. and so for like my first year at Scott High I wore headbands all the time because I didn't want people to see the scars right um, even like playing softball, I had like one of those Nike bands you like wrap around. Yeah. I wore it all the time, so you, so I was hiding it. Mm -hmm. um, now I embrace the scars because they tell the story of who I am and how I've got to where I am. Yeah. And looking back, I'm just thankful that it was me in that car accident with my dad, and it wasn't either one of my sisters. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't know how they would have reacted given the circumstance, and I hope that they never have to know that. Right. Um, so it's just, it, it was a really testing time. Um, and then, you know, I went to tech and I got my bachelor's degree and then COVID hit. So that was also kind of testing <laughs> in its own way, but it's a little journey. yeah, it all, it, it all made it out okay. And then uh, I decided to go to massage therapy school mm -hmm. and I absolutely, I have my uncle and my aunt to thank for that. And my uncle, I say my uncle because he was in an accident a couple of years ago on Christmas Eve Eve and mm -hmm. he got his hand stuck in a wood chipper. Mm -hmm. And um, luckily they were able to save his hand, but he started seeing a massage therapist and a physical therapist for his hand. And he was like, Sierra, you know, I really want you to come to a massage therapy appointment with me and just see what she does. Yeah. Because all this time I talked to my aunt and uncle about how I really, I wasn't sure what path I was going to do, but I wanted to be able to help people. Right. And that was my goal from day one. Mm. And so after I went with him, I was just pretty much, I was sold on wanting to be a massage therapist. That's so great. And it's just amazing with what I'm doing. I have the ability to be able to help people and to make them feel better, but also I want to provide them with a space that they are cared for and they feel like they're safe, like yes. a safe space. Yes. 
Um, so I graduated last October with my massage therapist stuff, and um, I really thought life was going really good. You know, like mm -hmm. I finally got to a place where I was like, man, this is really great. Um, and I was with somebody who I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Right. And it's funny how things work out because mm -hmm. that didn't work out at all. Right. Um, you know, I'd spent a good chunk of my life with him that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. But, you know, things happen and you don't always see the reason for it happening, but mm -hmm. it all works out. That's right. Um, so... I told myself after that happened that I was gonna, I was gonna live. I was gonna ex travel and explore. And, you know, while I had the opportunity to do things, I was gonna, I was gonna take those opportunities and I was gonna do things. But um, also with the breakup, I kind of hit a low point in my life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had everything going like job aspect wise, and like I had that aspect, but. That was, it was rough. It was right. rough trying to get past that and I really didn't know how to get past that. And you know, I was, I was not happy. I was really struggling. And uh, one of my sisters realized that and she told me that um, it's okay to get help. Yes. And um, so she actually set up an appointment with me or for me with a doctor and I went and I, I'm so against it because I, you know, like growing up, you always hear of like, oh, like mental health is blah, blah, blah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, oh, people like, don't yeah. go to therapy. Yeah. So, <laughs> or therapists are for oh, yeah, crazy so, people only. So, a lot right? of people don't like recognize that as an issue. And yes. so, like, realizing that I had an issue with it, it was, it was hard. Yes. Um, but I did get help with it and I did. I went to therapy and I got the medicine and uh, you know it it really changed my life it changed the outlook on everything and I think it's mental health is something that is so important to everybody yes. and I think that had it not been for my sister saying hey you need to get help and I don't know where I would be right I understand um, uh, it hit a really dark place. I mean, I, I quit going to church. I had, I just dis distanced myself from my whole family. Uh, I mean, I just didn't want to do anything. I had, I had no, I felt like I had no reason. And the spiritual warfare was so real on you. Yeah. And, and it was so, just a matter of time. Yeah, and I, I would hate to see where I would be today. Mm -hmm. had, that got the best of me. Yes. Had you not gone and saw someone, you know? Yeah. And I just want to take a moment and say that, it, you know, there is nothing wrong with you going to a therapist or going to someone. There's a lot of even Christian counselors out there who are very good. And if you feel like you're in a spot that you just don't know what to do, turn to someone, like her sister even, helping her, seeing. And if someone comes to you and suggests this, Please open your eyes and see that this is a great possibility that God sent to you. It's a good possibility that you need this. So don't say, oh, that's only for those people who are all together. Or, I, I I can handle this, you know. That, was a, that was a big thing with me, though, is that yes. 
growing up with divorced parents, with all the things that I've had, like, I was a person who always kept everything you, inside. You dealt with it. Uh, it was a thing where I was like, I'll deal with it on my own. I'm mm -hmm. not going to bother other people with my issues. Yes. Like, it's my burden. It's not their burden. Mm -hmm. And, like, and that was a very, like, important thing for me to learn that hey you shouldn't bottle up your feelings you need to talk about it or you need to write about it you need to find something to help you cope yes. really and so just trying to learn relearn in my mm -hmm. mind on how to do things it really opened up my mind of hey I feel like I've got a greater purpose yes I've got I've got so much going for me that my life isn't over. Right. Um, when the time's right, I'll find somebody who's meant to be in my life. But for now, mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on myself and I'm going to focus on what God wants me to focus on. Right. And so, um, I went to work. I have traveled a little bit this past year. And I've really enjoyed myself. I've really, I feel like I've really got to know myself as a person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was something that I had lost. I feel like I had lost the sense of who I was mm -hmm. because I was with him. I was with that guy for so long that I felt like I kind of lost who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And so I've really just taken this time to find out who I am as a person. Yes. And I couldn't be more thankful for the time that I've had. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's so many things that we face on a day-to-day -day basis but I'm so thankful that I have the support system that I do. Yes, that's um, so important. Yeah, and I have a, I have a, my younger sister, she, uh, she's going to college right now in Danville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. She's a basketball player up there. And honestly, I could not be more thankful for her. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of days, she is what mm -hmm. gets me through. She just, yeah. Being able to talk to her about things and her actually understand kind of, you know, because we obviously grew up together. So she knows what we dealt with together. And yeah. So having her there just makes everything so much better. That's so special. Um, <laughs> and if you would have told me that me and my sister would be best friends today, I probably would have laughed <laughs> in her face. Because growing up, yeah. she was... A pain. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's just really nice to see that we have become... Best, I mean, she really is my best friend. That's so sweet. And a, I love her more than anything in this world. And if anything ever happened to her, I don't know what I would be. Mm -hmm. um, but with that, I am actually starting a new business. Yes. Uh, Opening Monday. Yeah. In so, Onaga, Tennessee. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the name of the place is called Wildflower Wellness. Um, I love that name. Love it. So I wanted to do wellness instead of just massage because eventually I'd like to expand and get other people in there with me doing yes. other things. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I was looking at different massage place names and I came across Wildflower a lot. Mm. And so I was like, I'm just going to look up what Wildflower represents. Like, I mean, you never know. And I feel like it was kind of like, it just kept sticking out to me. Yeah. And so Wildflower actually represents strength and perseverance in the face of adversity. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was, it's, it's just so fitting for everything. And I was like, I love it. And I, I, as soon as I came up with it, I was like, this is it. This is, I'm sold on this. Nothing's going to change. This is, yes. this is it. Um, so I spent the last, you know, couple of weeks trying to get everything ready. 
and I'm a little stressed about it, but it's all gonna be okay. It's all gonna work out in God's yeah. timing, and that, you know, it's it's all gonna be okay. Yeah. Um. But also, again, if I didn't have my support system, I also don't know where I would be right. without them. Um. You know, I have a really good friend who's given up time out of her day. She's a teacher, and she was with me up at uh, the office last night, literally until eleven o'clock, trying to help me paint, and I. Could not be more grateful for her. She is someone who I can truly lean on and count on mm-hmm. in anything that goes on in my life. Like she's been there through pretty much everything. That's um, such a we became being. good friends. <laughs> uh, I guess my seventh grade year, or eighth grade year, mm-hmm. like we were friends. But as the years went on, she's just she's someone that's really important to my life, and mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine had God not put her in my life. Yes. Um, because she's got me through a lot of dark times mm-hmm. and a lot of trials and stuff. But, you know, I posted a thing on Facebook the other day and she shared it and she was like, I'm so proud of you and all that you're doing. And it just, it, it just, I literally just wanted to start crying because I was <laughs> like, I love her so much and I don't know. I mean, she's another one of the people in my life that I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have her in it. Exactly. Um, so, I've got really good people. My sisters, um, my best friend. My brothers are always my number one supporters, too. <laughs> um, granted, they're younger than I am, but yeah. they are still some of my number one supporters, and I love them dearly. Um, my Thursdays are pretty much <laughs> taken up with one brother playing middle school football, and then my Saturdays are pretty much taken up with the other brother playing mm. like junior league yes. football. So, but I wouldn't give it up for the world. Um, mm. As long as I'm able to go and do, I'm gonna go watch them, and I'm gonna be there and support them because yeah. I know that they have always supported me in everything I do. That's awesome. Um, and I love my brothers. I yeah. love all of my siblings. <laughs> I. It's so amazing that you have that bond with your siblings and yeah. you can depend on them and there's no jealousy and no animosity, anything there. It's just awesome. You know, that's just such a blessing from God. I, I, I love that. And so um, my older sister, she's got kids and so I've got two nieces and a nephew oh, yeah. and they make life fun. Full, I'm yeah. sure. Full life. Um, <laughs> last night I actually I had stopped to get food after we had <laughs> tried to get everything done last night we had stopped and got food and my stepmom and my niece and a cousin were there and my niece like ran up to my car and opened the passenger car door and my friend Megan was with me and um, she was so excited to see us and she <laughs> she came over there to my birthday is <laughs> Uh, the 16th of this month, and so, well, thank you, so we're going out, (laughs) trying to make plans to go out to eat, go out Saturday, and, uh, my niece looked at my friend Megan, she was like, are you going, and Megan was like, well, yeah, I'm going, (laughs) and so, I don't know, it's just the little things, and when I said something about going up there and painting, she was like, I want to go, I want to go, and I was like, I would love for you to go, but it's going to be your bedtime. That's how I got up there. And uh, it was. And, the thought that counts, but, right? So my niece is also going through some things right now, mm-hmm. too. She uh, fractured the T4 in her back. Ooh, yeah. um, so, but she has handled it like a champ. Wow. And I, 
I mean, I look up to her for how she's handled all this because mm -hmm. it's got to be hard, you know, being her age and having mm -hmm. to wear a brace and stuff. You know, yes. I mean, you know, that's going to mm -hmm. be hard. And that's a story that one day she can tell. And, yes, absolutely. Uh, that is going to be part of her story. And, and her healing. Yeah. And yes. So, but just seeing her take on day-to-day -day life with what she's got going on, she just pushes through. And it's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, I had a great-grandmother who had MS, and wow. there was never a day that I saw her without a smile on her face because yeah. she wanted to dwell on the good, not the bad. Yeah. That's um, such a joyous I, Yeah, I, I, never, <laughs> I never saw her get down. I also never saw her walk on her own mm -hmm. because by the time I was born, she was pretty much, she could, like, walk with um, assistance. Yes. But eventually it got to where she couldn't walk at all and mm -hmm. she had to have assistance and she was like on a little motorized thing. Mm -hmm. But I'll never forget when I was playing basketball at Norris or Norwood? Norris. She came and watched my game and like it literally, Aww. I scored right in front of her and I was like, that just made my day. That's so sweet. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> but she is one of the strongest people that I know and mm -hmm. um, I hope that she is proud of me mm -hmm. and where oh, I come. And my other great grandmother um, that lived here in town, she was the same way. And I hope that I'm also making her proud because those are the two of the women that I look up to the most. That's awesome. Um, they just that. never let things bother them. They mm. just look to the good in things. I have and, found that a lot of women come from strong women. Yeah. It's a, it's a bloodline, generational. Yeah. It just comes down. That just gives you those strong genes when you need them. And just from the help of God, it just everything molds together. You know, he puts you in that family. He chose you for that family. So. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know, like having them as role models in my life really mm -hmm. It really puts things in perspective for me. Yes. Like, I think, like, well, what would they do? Or what would they think of yeah. this? And, like, and I thought so highly of them that I don't want to disappoint them. Like, I, yes. I want to make them proud. I want to make them. And I want them to be shown within mm -hmm. me. Like, I don't want to, like, completely astray from everything that I ever yes. learned from them. So, um, but when... Uh, my first great-grandmother passed away. It was really hard. It was really tough because she was one of them that I was close to when I'd grown up mm -hmm. with. Um, she passed away before I graduated high school. Oh, yeah. um, so it was really hard, but I knew that she was so much better off. Mm -hmm. um, especially dealing with MS and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then my other great-grandmother passed away uh, I graduated high school. She had actually got to watch me graduate high school. Oh, absolutely. So that was really awesome, and I loved that. And I actually have a necklace in my my vehicle, and it has uh, two pictures, like one with my junior prom picture and my graduation picture, and she's on the necklace. Oh. And it hangs in my vehicle, and Sweet. it's just a constant reminder. It's a good memory. Yeah, and so... Um, it was actually during like COVID, I guess, is when she passed away. But mm. I remember she just took everything. She was so strong through everything. Yes. Um, it was hard to see her 
in her final days like it was hard to see her like that because that's not really something I wanted to remember about her but I knew that I would kick myself if I didn't go see her. Isn't it great that you've got the memory of who she was and how she helped form and shape you and just the role model that she played for you it's amazing so that's great to have that we're we're so blessed you know to have that I had that as a mom and as a grandmother and and I'm so blessed, and you're so blessed to have that, because there's so many that never even got to meet their parents, you know, their moms or their grandmothers or anyone. So. I am very fortunate to have my parents and all my grandparents still alive. I am very yeah. fortunate in that aspect. And uh, the day that one of them passed away, I really don't know what I'll do with myself, mm-hmm. because I'll probably be beside myself. Well, you'll lean on God. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was you have already. Yeah. Your faith has pulled you through so much. In just the short time that I got to meet you, I can just, your faith is what has really just, I, I recognize that faith because I myself have leaned on my faith more than not throughout my life. Yeah. And it, when those hard times come, you know, there is great things and you can also depend on God and the faith to bring you through it. Yeah. So it's so amazing what can happen there. And, and we think we can't get through it, but then when you look back on the situation, you see how God just was with you, lifting you through that whole situation, whatever it was. Yeah. We just give him the glory, you know? Yeah. And so amazing. so my um my papa, you know, everything, you know, I've been so stressed out and everything and he was like, <laughs> Sierra, I just want you to know that you're handling all this really well and I'm really proud of you. And I was like, Well thank you, but I feel like I'm having a mental breakdown in the time. But thanks so much for that. Um <laughs> Tell us about your bracelet. Okay, your sister. So, I love that story. so my bracelet, I wear this blue bracelet all the time. It is a mental health awareness bracelet. Mm-hmm. Um, so when everything started happening at the end of last year, we end up this year, um, my sister got it for me, and she also has one. And it just represents, to me, it represents not only my sister, but the battles that we've both gone through with our mental health. Yes. And individually and together. Um, but anytime I have this bracelet, it's just a constant reminder of her to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll never catch me not wearing this bracelet. Right. And if you do catch me not wearing it, like if I'm giving a massage or whatever it may be, it's going to be in my pocket. It's always That's with funny. me. Um, <laughs> since she gave this to me, I've not taken it off. Um, okay. It's just a representation of things that me and her have gone to to me and it's it's just a little bracelet like it's something simple but to me it means so much more yes yes um such a sweet reminder yeah and a lot of people just see the bracelet and they're like oh (laughs) she's got a bracelet on but to me it's so much more than just a bracelet it's mine and her journey and what we've gone through with our mental health and um and I, uh like i said i don't know where i'd be without her so it's just a good little reminder to know that she's there and the other day we were on the phone and before we hung up, she said, I just want you to know that I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. And it's just things like that that kind of get me. And I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm falling so far behind. But to have these people here who support me and they're proud of me, Lift let me up. know that I'm on <laughs> the track that I'm supposed to be on. Yes. Um, so with my new shop opening, one thing I want to get out of that is money is great don't get me wrong like it is good to make money you gotta make money to live yes. uh, <laughs> pay your bills but but with that being said my main goal is to always help people mm-hmm. um i want to make them feel better i want when they leave 
uh, I want them to not only feel better physically, but mentally. You get yes. that release. And what a lot of people don't know is that your muscles store memory. Right. Um, so sometimes some of those muscles might hold traumatic memories. Um, yes. And so, you know, sometimes you get clients that come in and you're working certain areas of the body and they just bust down tears. Mm-hmm. And it's a traumatic it's nothing that they've done or that you've done. It's just a traumatic response to you working that muscle tissue. Yes. And so what I want people to get out of the space is I just want them to feel safe and that they're heard and that their concerns are valued. Um, mm. I don't want them to come in and feel like them tell me this is what's going on and then feel dismissed. Right. Like I want them to feel like all their needs or whatever is met during that time, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, hour and a half and I just want them to feel like if they need to talk to somebody they can talk they yes. can let things be heard and I mean they can be heard as people and it's, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a big thing and I feel like growing up I was always the friend that listened to everybody and yes I can tell you're a good listener yeah and, <laughs> but I, I feel like sometimes I that wasn't given back in respect to me mm-hmm. but I know that I was put in that person's life for a reason Yes. And whatever that reason may be, you know, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like being a big listener is the most important thing, especially when people are going through things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really just, you know, I want to incorporate in my practice that you are listened, you are heard, you are valued, you are cared mm-hmm. for, and you are loved. Yes. Um, and you'll even pray for them. Let's share your your name of your business again that you're opening up on Monday and the location so people watching can know. Okay, yes. so the name of the business is Wildflower Wellness. Mm-hmm. I will be located at 18722 Alberta Street in Oneida. Um, it's kind of across from the hospital. Yeah. Right before you get to the Scott County sort, Hospital. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. So I'll be right in the middle of town, and um, I'll be offering all kinds of different massages, therapeutic, yes. relaxation, deep tissue, uh, prenatal. So, and I'll continue to grow my knowledge and try to be able to offer more services as fast as I can. But I'm one person; I can only yes. do so much. Well, I'm sure God's going to use you and what you're doing right now. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And yeah, I just thank you so much for sharing. You know, just so people see the real part of you, and I love yeah. that, and and just helping others. So I appreciate you sharing everything today because mm-hmm. someone out there may be sitting there thinking, I can't do this. And that upon hearing this podcast or watching it, they'll know that if a young woman can do this, I can do this too. And, you know, so we just want to be that hope that we share for people. That's what this is all about is to share the love and hope of God and just what's going on the journey. So thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for listening. And we invite you to go to DebbieTerry.com and you can see the other podcasts that we have done previously. And we have one every month, so we will see you next month. Have a great day. See ya. See ya.